Matthew Henry's Commentary on the Whole Bible An Exposition with Practical Observations of The Book of Psalms Psalm 119, 12 Lamed Psalm 119 verse 89-91 Here 1. The psalmist acknowledges the unchangeableness of the Word of God and of all His counsels, forever, O Lord. Thy Word is settled. Thou art forever thyself, so some read it, thou art the same, and with thee there is no variableness, and this is a proof of it. Thy word, by which the heavens were made, is settled there in the abiding products of it, or the settling of God's word in heaven is opposed to the changes and revolutions that are here upon earth. All flesh is grass, but the word of the Lord endures forever. It is settled in heaven, that is, in the secret counsel of God, which is hidden in himself, and is far above out of our sight and is immovable as mountains of brass. And his revealed will is as firm as his secret will, as he will fulfill the thoughts of his heart, so no word of his shall fall to the ground, for it follows here, thy faithfulness is unto all generations, that is, the promise is sure to every age of the church, and it cannot be antiquated by lapse of time. The promises that look ever so far forward shall be performed in their season. 2. He produces, for proof of it, the constancy of the course of nature, thou hast established the earth forever, and it abides, it is what it was at first made, and where it was at first placed, poised with its own weight, and notwithstanding the convulsions in its own bowels, the agitations of the sea that is interwoven with it, and the violent concussions of the atmosphere that surrounds it, it remains unmoved. They, the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of both, continue to this day according to thy ordinances, they remain in the posts wherein thou hast set them, they fill up the place assigned them and answer the purposes for which they were intended. The stability of the ordinances of the day and night, of heaven and earth, is produced to prove the perpetuity of God's covenant, Jeremiah 31 verses 35 and 36, and Jeremiah 33 verses 20 and 21. It is by virtue of God's promise to Noah, Genesis 8 verse 22, that day and night, summer and winter, observe a steady course. They have continued to this day and shall still continue to the end of time, acting, acting according to the ordinances which were at first given them, for all are thy servants, they do thy will and set forth thy glory, and in both are thy servants. All the creatures are, in their places, and according to their capacities, serviceable to their Creator, and answer the ends of their creation, and shall man be the only rebel, the only revolter from his allegiance, and the only unprofitable burden of the earth. Psalm 119 verse 92 here is 1. The great distress that David was in. He was in affliction, and ready to perish in his affliction, not likely to die, so much as likely to despair, he was ready to give up all for gone, and to look upon himself as cut off from God's sight, he therefore admires the goodness of God to him, that he had not perished, that he kept the possession of his own soul, and was not driven out of his wits by his troubles but especially that he was enabled to keep close to his God, and was not driven off from his religion by them. Though we are not kept from affliction, yet, if we are kept from perishing in our affliction, we have no reason to say, we have cleansed our hands in vain, or what profit is it that we have served God? 2. His support in this distress. God's law was his delight. 1. It had been so formerly, and the remembrance of that was a comfort to him, as it afforded him a good evidence of his integrity. 2. It was so now in his affliction, it afforded him abundant matter of comfort, and from these fountains of life he drew living waters, 
when the cisterns of the creature were broken or dried up. His converse with God's law and his meditations on it were his delightful entertainment in solitude and sorrow. A Bible is a pleasant companion at any time if we please. Psalm 119 verse 93. Here is 1. A very good resolution. I will never forget thy precepts, but will always retain a remembrance of and regard to thy word as my rule. It is a resolution for perpetuity, never to be altered. Note, the best evidence of our love to the word of God is never to forget it. We must resolve that we will never, at any time, cast off our religion, and never, upon any occasion, lay aside our religion, but that we will be constant to it and persevere in it. 2. A very good reason for it, for by them thou hast quickened me, not only they are quickening, but 1. They have been so to me, I have found them so. Those speak best of the things of God who speak by experience, who can say that by the word the spiritual life has been begun in them, maintained and strengthened in them, excited and comforted in them. 2. Thou hast made them so, the word of itself, without the grace of God, would not quicken us. Ministers can but prophesy upon the dry bones, they cannot put life into them, but, ordinarily, the grace of God works by the word and makes use of it as a means of quickening, and this is a good reason why we should never forget it, but should highly value what God has put such honor upon, and dearly love what we have found and hope still to find such benefit by. See here what is the best help for bad memories, namely, good affections. If we are quickened by the word, we shall never forget it, nay, that word that does really quicken us to and in our duty is not forgotten, though the expressions be lost, if the impressions remain, it is well. Psalm 119 verse 94. Here. 1. David claims relation to God, I am thine, devoted to thee and owned by thee, thine in covenant. He does not say, thou art mine, as Dr. Manton observes, though that follows of course, because that were a higher challenge, but, I am thine, expressing himself in a more humble and dutiful way of resignation, nor does he say, I am thus, but, I am thine, not pleading, pleading his own good property or qualification, but God's propriety in him, I am thine, not my own, not the world's. 2. He proves his claim, I have sought thy precepts, I have carefully inquired concerning my duty and diligently endeavored to do it. This will be the best evidence that we belong to God, all that are his, though they have not found perfection, are seeking it. 3. He improves his claim, I am thine, save me, save me from sin, save me from ruin. Those that have in sincerity given up themselves to God to be his may be sure that he will protect them and preserve them to his heavenly kingdom, Malachi 3 verse 18. Psalm 119 verse 95. Here. 1. David complains of the malice of his enemies, the wicked, and none but such would be enemies to so good a man, have waited for me to destroy me. They were very cruel and aimed at no less than his destruction, they were very crafty and sought all opportunities to do him a mischief, and they were confident, they expected, so some read it, that they should destroy him, they thought themselves sure of their prey. 2. He comforts himself and the word of God as his protection, while they are contriving my destruction, I consider thy testimonies, which secure to me my salvation. God's testimonies are then likely to be our support, when we consider them, and dwell in our thoughts upon them. Psalm 119 verse 96. Here we have David's testimony from his own experience. 1. Of the vanity of the world and its insufficiency to make us happy, I have seen an end of all perfection. 
poor perfection which one sees an end of. Yet such are all those things in this world which pass for perfections. David in his time had seen Goliath, the strongest, overcome, Asahel, the swiftest, overtaken, Ahithophel, the wisest, befooled, Absalom, the fairest, deformed, and in short, he had seen an end of perfection, of all perfection. He saw it by faith, he saw it by observation, he saw an end of the perfection of the creature both in respect of sufficiency, it was scanty and defective, there is that to be done for us which the creature cannot do, and in respect of continuance, it will not last our time, for it will not last to eternity as we must. The glory of man is but as the flower of the grass. 2. Of the fullness of the word of God, and its sufficiency for our satisfaction, but thy commandment is broad, exceedingly broad. The word of God reaches to all cases, to all times. The divine law lays a restraint upon the whole man, is designed to sanctify us wholly. There is a great deal required and forbidden in every commandment. The divine promise, for that also is commanded, extends itself to all our burdens, wants, and grievances, and has that in it which will make a portion and happiness for us when we have seen an end of all perfection.